4: Good evening. If you seem to sense an aura of cold dampness that permeates this room, attribute it not to either defective air conditioning or inclement indoor weather. It's simply because this is rather a
1: special place, with special statuary and special paintings.
4: It's the Riley and Kimmy Show! The Riley and Kimmy
5: Show! And welcome to this episode, February 21st, podcast number 1529. Right next to me is the person who has recovered from her big birthday celebration. Janet!
6: I got one name, Janet! Hello, everybody! Hello,
7: everybody!
5: everybody. (laughs) Hi! Hi, I'm your host, Patrick Riley.
1: You know what you are. You're bumbling, stupid, incompetent, and useless. And those are your good points.
5: Uh, well, thank you. And the person who has even better points is right next to me. That is Kimmy.
6: She's a super
5: is so true and she is dancing here in the studio she's in a good mood on this wednesday you love wednesday don't you mm-hmm. one of the reasons you love wednesday is because you love the wednesday
0: song yeah
6: wednesday, such a groovy wednesday
5: It is a Wednesday, and thank you for making us part of your half day. Maybe you, you do the Monday through Friday type of work thing. Well, thank you for making us part of it. The halfway mark here, you're almost through it. That's right, you've made it. Or maybe you're one who works in a little off schedule or something. Or you, maybe, hey, maybe you have a lot of free time and we're here for you. That's right. We're we're here to get you away from whatever. We offer pop culture escapism every single day, a brand new episode that is a Riley and Kimmy show. Kimmy, I was surprised to see that you actually uh, made it for this episode. I, I didn't know after that big uh, celebration of yours yesterday, the, the birthday celebration, didn't know if you would actually make it to the studio.
0: I'm here.
5: Well, that that's good. And how did the birthday celebration go?
0: Oh, it was wonderful. I just want to thank everybody who wished me happy birthday. Well, I really, really appreciate it.
5: And thank you to all those who contacted us in advance, and and also sent some private messages. Big thank you to all of those, and and uh, a thank you to Kimmy going out to dinner with me last night. A, a very, very good dinner we had, mm-hmm. and uh, you know I, I hope everything went well. Yes. All right. It was yummy. <laughs> okay, that's because I didn't cook it. That's the reason.
0: No, you- you're a good cook. Uh,
5: thank you. Uh you can connect with the Riley and Kimmy show, send messages, things like that, find out where we're going to be next, and we will be out and about this weekend. We will be on Saturday. That information available on our Facebook page, the Riley and Kimmy show page. Also our show page that is just totally devoted to animals. That is animal special Facebook page and also its own website. That information is available there right now. It is over in the Daytona Beach area where we will be this Saturday. Something that is animal-oriented, dog related correct kimmy mm-hmm. find out more going to our facebook page also on our website you can find links to facebook twitter instagram youtube and more help the show grow by following us on social media and please tell your friends about us yeah help the show grow say hey i, I found this place a little bit different and that's the riley and kimmy show and you can take us very easily anywhere on planet earth we have connections to iHeartRadio. that's right we, we're there We're also on iTunes and SoundCloud and other platforms. All of those links, celebrity interviews we've done, pop culture stories and links are all available on our website, including some goofy videos and photos and things like that of us. You can find that at our website. What is our web address?
0: RileyandKimmy.com
5: Find archived
4: podcasts of the Riley and Kimmy Show at RileyandKimmy.com
1: Pop Culture Escapism The Riley and Kimmy Show
4: The Riley and Kimmy Show Shall we play
5: a game? That is a question on this Wacky Wednesday we got to add that uh, Wacky Wayback Wednesday Is Kimmy want to challenge her brain cells With some uh, uh, fun trivia Yeah, Pop Culture Trivia what say you, Kimmy, on this wacky Way Back Wednesday? Yeah. All right, going back in time is what we're going to do, but I have to point out the timeline has been corrupted. It is not in linear or chronological order so help Kimmy out shout out answers or whisper if you prefer to whatever computer device you have the Riley and Kimmy show playing on right now and it could be anything because we are mobile we are global you can take us anywhere on planet earth yeah go to iHeartRadio that will prove that or iTunes or SoundCloud you can take us anywhere and tell your friends got something a little bit different to listen to at work or going to work or from That's the Riley and Kimmy show. It was on this date in history, Kimmy. This item was introduced. Became available on this date. We are looking for the year. We're giving you a plus or minus of five years. No, no, no. Well, judges just held up something. They said, no, 10. It's got to be 10 years. You got a plus or minus of 10 years when this item was introduced, Kimmy. Now, to let you think about it, we have a couple of sound bites some commercials, some way back Wednesday memories here of this item. The item is.
6: Ah, those lovely plop, bubbles.
5: What is the item, Kimmy?
0: Alka-Seltzer.
5: That easy for you to say here today. Yes, it's Alka-Seltzer. Alka-Seltzer. It's Alka-Seltzer. alka became unintroduced on this date. I'll say, I'll say, boy, on this date. Yes, uh, Alka-Seltzer came to be on this date. You get a plus or minus of 10 years. You think about it for a few seconds here on this Way Back Wednesday.
8: Wherever you go for fast relief, it's speedy Alka-Seltzer. <laughs> Things are changing very fast in Florida today. They still have pretty beaches and palm trees gently sway. But up at Cape Canaveral it's quite a different sight. They're launching giant rockets almost every night. When work pressures make you nervous and your stomach gets upset, that's the time for Alka-Seltzer. Alka-Seltzer's what to get. And scientists get headaches from the rocket's mighty blast. But they know Alka-Seltzer brings relief and brings it fast. And when someday they blast away on man's first trip through space, I only hope that I'm aboard securely strapped in place. They'll track our ship with radar, big telescopes, and zoom. On the moon. Yes, no matter where you go, when you have a headache or upset stomach, take speedy Alka Seltzer for fast relief.
5: Alka Seltzer introduced on this date, Kimmy. What year within 10 years that soundbite has nothing to do with when it came to be? Mmm.
0: 1939?
5: We gave you a plus or minus of 10 years, correct? Uh huh. You get it, but barely. It was 1931 that Alka-Seltzer was introduced. Moving on the timeline here. Could be before this or after. It could be anywhere. Who knows? Where are we going to stop? Here we go. The first electric burglar alarm was installed on this date, Kimmy. What year did this happen? The first electric burglar alarm. When
0: did it happen?
5: We give you a plus or minus of 10 years.
0: Hmm, 1948?
5: 1948 is your answer, correct? Uh-huh. You are almost 100 years off. Wow. It was 1858, the first electric burglar alarm was installed. It was in Boston, Massachusetts. It was on this date, the president, a person who was sitting as president of the United States, becomes the first U.S. president to visit China. Who is it? Who is the first president to visit China?
0: Richard Nixon?
5: Socket to me? You are exactly right, Gimme. If you need to talk, use the phone. Well, you could if you had a phone book. It was on this date the first telephone directories were issued in the United States, Gimme, within 10 years. When... Was that first phone book issued? Oh,
0: 1930?
5: Kimmy, you're a little bit off, not uh, even with a 10-year safety there. The first uh, telephone directory was issued in the United States to residents in New Haven, Connecticut. It was just one page, had 50 people on it. (laughs) The year... 1878 wow think about that 50 people in 1878 had a phone a phone number now where i grew up out in the middle of nowhere on the prairie you have seen that phone book i have that in my collection from uh where i was you know raised and it was extremely tiny wasn't it
0: mm-hmm. very small it
5: was on this date gimme the first new yorker was published can you give me the year within 10 years
0: uh, 1928.
5: Kimmy gets it almost exactly right. It was 1925. I didn't know you were a big fan of the New Yorker.
0: Oh, I think somebody shouted it out.
5: Well, keep yeah. that up. Yell at whatever Thank com- you. or shout or whisper to whatever computing device you have the Riley and Kimmy Show on right now. She says it works. Next question we have for you, Kimmy deals with photography. <laughs> It was on this date, Kimmy, Edwin Land demonstrated the Polaroid Land camera to well a group in New York City. It was the first camera to take, develop, and print a picture on photo paper all in about 60 seconds time. This was magic to many people. The photos were black and white. The camera would go on sale the following year. Within five years, when was this demonstrated for the first time?
0: Hmm,
5: 1950? Kimmy gets it within that time frame there. It was 1947 when it was released. Now, have you ever seen those early, I mean, because Kimmy's father, was a lot, we had something in common. We we're both pack rats, especially technology and gadgets and things like that. Did he have some of those ancient instamatics around by chance? Uh-huh. And did they function? Uh-huh do you remember how they smelled Uh uh-huh they did stink didn't they they had a certain odor not a stink but a stench but they just had a they kind of smelled yeah when they were the pictures were coming to be you know when they Mm -hmm. ejected out had that certain odor to them
0: and even the flash
5: oh that's right i totally forgot about that kimmy moving to the world of music
4: Hey, well, all right, sir, here we go, there, and what are they going to give for I've got $600 down here now, $10 and out, $25 and out, $35 and out, $50 and out, $60, will they give me $60 and out, 75? $75, $75 another $85 and out, of $5 there.
5: 1968 McGraw-Hill outbids eight other American publishers for the U.S. rights to Hunter Davies' authorized biography of this group, this band. What band? The year's 1968, they paid... $150,000 for the rights to that biography. The Beatles? You're right. Have you, uh, A little question mark there, so I take it you have not read that biography. No, I haven't. It was on this date, 1970. A certain group made their TV debut on this television program. You tell me the name of the TV program, Kimmy.
1: This represents one million records sold. They actually have sold two million, and they'll get a platinum record in addition to the gold one. Ladies and gentlemen, please greet for their first visit.
5: Can you tell me the name of the TV show?
0: American Bandstand. That's right. And who was the
5: host? Dick Clark. That's correct. It was on this date, 1970. A certain band made their debut. We're
7: going hoppin', We're going hoppin' today. We think of hopping. I feel the selfie away. We're going to
5: drop it. On all the music they play. On the bandstand. Made their debut on Bandstand. Let's see how good Kimmy's ear is. The year's 1970. Here is just a moment of that performance. Tell me who it is. Can you tell me who it is, Kimmy? Jackson Five. That's right. Nine-year-old Michael Jackson on television with Dick Clark. It's really worth checking out the the stream of that. It, I know it's available. Uh, his interview with them right after that first performance is priceless. Michael introduces the, the well his brothers and other uh, support band members there, and he's quite comfortable on camera with Dick Clark. Hmm. Matter of fact, very comfortable. The year is 1975. This musician releases an album called Rock and Roll. He does a lot of covers of rock hits from like the 1960s and late 50s. Tell me who this is. <laughs> Can you tell me who that is with that Benny King cover of Stand By Me? Hmm, I don't know. You do know this person. Be, well, he'd take a, a little hiatus from a recording after this album. He was a Beatle, Kimmy. John Lennon? Yes, that's John Lennon with Stand By Me. It hit.
0: I no- it sounded like John Lennon, but...
5: That, hmm. that is. It hit number 20 on the Billboard Hot 100. That's Stand By Me. The year is 1988 in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. This national TV evangelist, he is huge, confesses to his congregation that he was guilty of an unspecified sin. He announced he was leaving temporarily. Eventually is a uh, well found out that it was involving a prostitute that caused him to step down. Tell me
6: who it is. I want to address myself as best as I know how to those that I have wronged, that I have sinned against. First of all, my wife, Frances. I have sinned against
0: you, my lord, and I would ask that your precious blood would wash and cleanse
6: every stain until it is in the seas of God's forgetfulness. Thank you. Thank you.
5: And God bless you. Can you tell me who that is? That's 1988. Jim Baker? No, that's the PTL Club person who got in trouble with a Jessica Hahn. Oh. This person got in trouble with a prostitute, Kimmy. I don't know. Can you know. do it? It's Jimmy Swaggart is who got in trouble. Now. He has two famous musician cousins, one of them being Mickey Gilly. Who's the other one? Can you tell me? The other one is a iconic rock performer. I can't do that. Uh, Jerry Lee Lewis. Yes, that's his other cousin. The year is 1990. Tell me who the composer is who wins the Grammy Award for Best Instrumental Composition at the 32nd Annual Grammy Awards. Tell me who it is and what the composition is to... First of all, can you tell me what movie that is, too, that uh, this individual won the Grammy for? Batman. That's right. The
0: 1989
5: film Batman with Michael Keaton and Jack Nicholson. Who is the composer of that theme? Who walks away with the Grammy?
0: Um, that would be...
5: He does tons of movies.
0: Yes. Pee Wee Herman's films. Yes hmm I know who it is. A lot of Tim
5: Burton films. hmm The Simpsons theme. He was part of Oingo Boingo. Yes. Wow, this is really... <laughs> I know
0: who it is. I mean,
5: this is one of my favorite composers of all time. I know it is. And rumor has it he spent a lot of time growing up uh, in the Daytona Beach area. I don't know if that's true or not.
0: What's his initials? D E. Wow, I have a total block.
5: Nobody's shouting that one out to Mm-mm. you. It's Danny Elfman.
0: Yes, of course.
5: Yes. Shame on you, Kimmy. I know. Yes. I should take away like a ton of points for that one. I know. The year is 2000. This talk show host, this entertainer, returns to his late night show after five weeks after having a Well, an operation. Tell me who it is. The year is 2000. Wait till you hear what happened to me. I've been away for a while. (laughs)
3: While I was gone, I had quintuple bypass surgery on my heart.
4: Oh! (laughs) Plus, I got a haircut.
5: Who is it, Kimmy? David Letterman. That's correct. celebrity and notable birthdays this actress born in the state 1915 it's anne sheridan she died 1967 at the age of 51 she worked heavily from the 1930s actually 1934 until her death in 1967 first in film and later in television she performed a lot of songs here's just a brief example
7: you've got to join in the chase yourself now here's my story so brace yourself Love isn't born On a beautiful April morn Love isn't born It's made And that's why every window Has a window shade Love can't do much For a couple who don't quite touch Love needs a chance to advance And that's why folks who never cared for dancing dance So my precious young dove, if you're waiting for love, better make the most of your chum For the feeling won't start in the gentleman's heart till you're in the gentleman's arms
5: uh, It might be a little risqué, I don't know, for the time period That's aunt Sheridan and taking a look at something that happened it's well i got a question for you Kimmy. in march of 1939 warner brothers announced sheridan had been voted by a committee of 25 men as the female actor with the most oomph the most oomph in america what on earth is oomph mm, I, I don't know now is that what those uh those little purple people in willy wonka saying Did they sing the Oomph, oomph, song or something.
0: Oomphaloomph okay, but, or uh, oomph-a-loomph. Well, but, that's what they were called. Th-
5: but that wasn't oomph, right? No. Have you ever heard somebody going, "Hey, you got oomph"?
0: Mm, no.
5: Uh, my goodness, they have oomph. Kind of sounds like you know. I don't know. Anyway, she, well, she had oomph. Give you an idea of just how much oomph she received. As many as two hundred and fifty marriage proposals from fans every week for a long period of time wow she was one of the most popular pinup girls in the early 1940s next person born 1927 she was an american humorist kimmy who achieved great popularity for her newspaper columns she also wrote a book the grass is always greener on the septic tank in 1976 she published 15 books most became bestsellers And she wrote over 4,000 newspaper columns. By the 1970s, her columns were read twice weekly by 30 million readers. 800 newspapers in the United States and Canada. And you might remember her on ABC's Good Morning America from 1975 to 1986. Who was born on this date? Now,
2: usually, it is my husband who wants to leave the party first. So he got the idea to devise a series of signals to tell me when it's time to move along. You're probably wondering, how can you tell if your husband wants to leave a party? Well, when you hear a car pulling out of the driveway and it's yours, (laughs) or when he starts making necklaces out of the raw shrimp, (laughs) or or sometimes he will disappear from the room and change clothes to his pajamas and robe and it isn't even his home. Or when he starts emptying the ashtrays and putting the dog out and checking doors and he isn't the host. Or when he turns to the dog and says, I don't believe we've met. Or when his face breaks out in a chip dip rash. You know, on a subtlety scale, I guess we're right behind a, a barstool proposition and a bulldozer. But I think you get the idea.
5: That was one of her pieces on Good Morning America. Can you tell me who it is?
0: Irma Bombeck?
5: That's correct. Born in the state, 1927. Died 1996. Her talking about uh, how to get out of uh, boring parties and things like that. You don't have to worry about that with me. I uh, there's I let you know when it's time to go. Oh yeah. I I I, I let you know, don't I? Mm-hmm. There's no there's no tugging the ear or little wink or tapping on the hand or no. It's I want to go. Mm-hmm. Let's go. We got to go. Let's go. Come on. Let's go. Right. There's there's no nothing subtle. Correct. No. Next individual, actress born in the state, 1934. Best known for her roles in TV. Known for this TV show from 1972 to 1978. Tell me what it is. Can you identify the TV show? Maud.
6: And then there's Maud. then there's
5: more. She played Vivian Harmon on Maud, and then she played Aunt Fran on Mama's Family from 1983 to 1984. But you know her, Kimmy, for this TV show, Identify the TV Show... <music> What uh, TV show, Kimmy? The Golden Girls. Yes, she played on the Golden Girls from 1985 to 1992. It is the person who played Blanche. Tell me who was born on this
7: date. Oh, wait a minute. Rose Nylon, you devil you. I just figured out what's going on here. You were sore at me for inviting your friend without asking you, so you had this guy to come over and teach me a lesson.
6: <laughs> <laughs> (laughs) God,
7: I wish I was dead.
3: (laughs) Oh, oh, I have never been so embarrassed in my
2: entire life. I made a fool of myself, didn't I? (laughs) Awful, just awful. Oh, well, you're right, of course. Dr. Newman is a guest in our home. If I'm self-conscious, he'll be ill at ease. I can't allow that to happen. It would be unsouthern.
5: She won an Emmy Award for Outstanding Lead Actress in a Comedy Series in 1987 for that character. Can you tell me who the actress is from the Golden Girls? Ooh,
0: I, I can't tell you her name.
5: I thought you watched that show. I've seen it. Ru- How about if I give you the first name? Rue. Rue? Yes, Rue. Rue Paul? Not Rue Paul. <laughs> no. <laughs> not Rue Paul. Rue something else. I not, don't know. Not ooh. Rue, Rue, I don't know. Rue. McClanahan. Of course. You know that name? Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. She. <laughs> okay. You can you can catch her on MeTV, by the way, with uh, Mama's Family. They they run that uh, weeknights. It's one of Kimmy's favorites. You love that show, don't you? Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. Next individual, Kimmy. Celebrating his 81st birthday today, known for his role as an astronaut in 2001, A Space Odyssey, the movie from 1968, the original. He played Frank Poole in that film, and he's also known for the second pilot to Star Trek, where no man has gone before. He ends up having superpowers. His eyes glow. He acts opposite Sally Kellerman, and he decides to kill his friend, captain kirk who is the actor
7: i'm disappointed in you elizabeth i've been contemplating the death of an old friend he deserves a decent burial at least
2: stop it gary morals are for men not gods time to pray captain Pray to me. Yeah, those
5: silver eyes was actually like a foil thing they put in contacts. Uh, They weren't exactly comfortable back in the mid-60s. Can you tell me who the actor is, Kimmy?
0: I should probably be able to do that. You Uh, should? He's been in Orlando
5: before. It's Gary Lockwood celebrating his 81st birthday today. Next individual, actress best known for a television role that she won four, I mean four, Emmys for, Outstanding Lead Actress in a Drama Series, Identify the TV show, Kimmy. It was on the air from 1982 to 1988. Tell me the name of that TV show, Kimmy. It was on from
0: 1982
5: to 1988. Hmm. Sounds familiar. It's a cop show. Does that help? No. Okay. I'll identify it here in just a second. This actress was cast as Inspector Harry Callahan's first female partner, Kate Moore, in the 1976 Dirty Harry film, The Enforcer. You know her for the TV show Cagney and Lacey. Who is it?
2: Uh, I would like to name first the people who make it possible for me to go to work at all. And they are Josephine T.C. Brown, Mary Hope Newell Daly, Elizabeth Douglas Brown, Catherine Dora Brown, and George Stanford Brown, who is my heart. I would like to thank Barbara Avedon and Barbara Corday for inventing and imagining Mary Beth Lacey, whom I love and respect. I would like to thank uh, Ted Post, Richard Rosenblum, Barney Rosenzweig, for offering me what turned out to be a very worthwhile gig. Uh, <laughs> I'd like to thank Loretta Swit and and Meg Foster and John Carlin and my partner Sharon Glass, uh, the original Sharon Glass, <laughs> for everything they taught me about 50/50. And I would like to thank the company and the, and. Uh, My colleagues, Uh, and I would like to thank CBS for having us on their network, and I would like to thank the Academy for giving me a prize I can take home.
5: Who is the actress having a birthday?
0: Tyne Daly.
5: That's right. How old is Tyne Daly today within five years? 62. Tyne Daly would give you a fist bump or a hug. Give me, she is 72 today. Next person, actor. Starred in a lot of things. He played Snape in the Harry Potter series. He was the Sheriff of Nottingham in Robin Hood, The Prince of Thieves in 1991. He played a very nasty person, Judge Turpin in Sweeney Todd, The Demon Barber of Fleet Street in 2007. He was the voice of the Caterpillar in Alice Through the Looking Glass. In 2016, you know him. For playing Hans Gruber in the Die Hard film from 1988, who is it?
1: All of you, relax. This is a matter of inconvenient timing. That's all. Police action was inevitable. As it happens, necessary. So let them fumble about outside and stay calm. This is simply the beginning. I thought I told all of you. I want radio silence until. This is very kind of you. I assume you are our mysterious party crasher. You are most troublesome for a security guard. Check on all the others. Don't use the radio. See if he's lying about Marco and find out if anyone else is missing. Mr. Mystery Guest, you have me at a loss. You know my name, but who are you? Just another American who saw too many movies as a child. Another orphan of a bankrupt culture who thinks he's John Wayne. Rambo. Marshall Dillon. Do you really think you have a chance against us, Mr. Cowboy?
5: Who is it, Kimmy?
0: It's the person that I confuse with Jeremy Irons. Yes,
5: it is. Yeah, it is. Who is this person?
0: It's the person that <laughs> whose name that I can't ever remember.
5: Oh, Kimmy, come on. You can do it. I can't. Think of the Harry Potter films. You've seen him. I You've can't. seen everything I mentioned. I know. It's Alan Rickman. Yes. Born in the state 1946, died of cancer in 2016 at the age of 69 next individual actor kimmy known for a couple of tv shows and some animation and matter of fact he's also played a superhero but you don't know him really for that although you did see the movie here's one of the tv shows he's known for tell me the name of the show Can you identify that TV show? Cheers. That's correct. He's also known for this TV show. Tell me the moment you can what it is. Frazier. He's known for both of those, and he's also known for being the voice of Sideshow Bob on The Simpsons. Who is having a birthday?
1: I hope they still make that shampoo I like. Well, if it isn't my arch nemesis, Bart Simpson? And his sister Lisa, to whom I'm fairly indifferent. Oh, please. Let's not embarrass us both with that hoary old stall. the villain with flattery scheme. Really? What type of
5: smart? Book smart? Because there are a lot of people who are book smart. Who is it, Kimmy? Kelsey Grammer. That's correct. How old is Kelsey Grammer today? Within five years.
0: 69.
5: Kelsey Grammer is 63 today. I wish one of the the conventions uh, nearby, someone in... Florida would bring in Kelsey Grammer. Oh, yeah. I'd love to attend a panel of Kelsey Grammer's just to hear him talk. Yeah. Maybe hear him read, like, Dr. Seuss books and things like that. Sure. Oh, fantastic. Kelsey Grammer. Next individual, Kimmy. Actor who became famous for a, well, a movie in 1980. I think you have seen the movie that he became famous for. He would eventually go on the TV show Dallas for a little bit of time from 1983 to 1984. He played the role as a camp counselor named Peter, who became involved with Sue Ellen Ewing. Yeah. And, yeah, they they had a little fling. But you know him for this movie. The movie is The Blue Lagoon. He acted opposite Brooke Shields, who's having a birthday.
6: What are you doing? What do you
7: want? Why won't you talk to me? Just leave me
8: alone. What's wrong? Bleeding. Don't I'm alright,
7: but you're bleeding.
5: Who is having a birthday today, Kimmy? Oh
7: yeah. I know you've
5: seen that movie, right? Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah.
5: Who is it? Brooke Shields. Brooke Shields and
0: Chris Atkins.
5: You got it. Christopher Atkins having a birthday today. How old is he? Within five years. Uh, fifty. Christopher Atkins celebrating his 57th birthday today. Next person, actress. She's been in a Party of Five. Also the film I Know What You Did Last Night. Sister Act 2, Back in the Habit. And another TV show, which we will give as a clue if we have to, Kimmy. They tried to make her a recording artist. Well, they did. They had some success. She had a couple of hits that broke the top 40 barely. See so if you can tell me who it is. 1998, this Number 36 hit on the Top 40 Charts, How Do I Deal?
2: Every day I wake up to another day gone by. Nothing but the open road and the never-ending why. Anything can happen, yeah,
6: but nothing ever dies.
5: is that, Kimmy, having a birthday? I don't know. Here's another clue. 2002, this song hit number 35 on the top 40 charts, and it would be used in a TV show that she starred in from 2005 to 2010 from time to time in certain episodes. Tell me who the recording artist is, who the actress is having a birthday today.
6: You ever feel so deep? Let you speak your mind you put straight to sleep. You wonder if anybody can Sometimes I think I'm the only one Who day turned out. Unlike it, I've begun and I feel bare naked and I just can't take it.
5: Bare Naked, 2002, reached number 35 on the top 40. Who's having a birthday today, Kimmy?
0: Oh, that doesn't help me. Well, she
5: starred in the TV series ghost whisperer from 2005 to 2010 107 episodes who's having a birthday i still can't do it jennifer love hewitt is having a birthday how old is she within five years today 45 jennifer love hewitt is celebrating her 39th birthday today i see Notable deaths, famous people who passed away on this date in history. It was 1965. Malcolm X was assassinated in New York City at the age of 39. Can you tell me, Kimmy, in the 1992 film called Malcolm X, who played the title role? Here's your clue.
2: So I'm not here this afternoon as a Republican, nor as a Democrat. Not as a Mason nor as an elf well tell us what you hear Corby. not as a protestant nor a catholic That's right. not as a christian on, nor a jew all right now. not as a baptist nor a methodist yes, in fact not even as an american yes, sir. All right. because if i was an american the problem that confronts our people today wouldn't even exist
5: who is that kimmy denzel washington that is correct i think you did a fantastic job on this wacky way back wednesday trivia thank you going to go back in time and honor something we talked about with the golden age of radio,
6: radio,
5: radio we mentioned actress ann sheridan being born on this date in 1915 She was no stranger to the world of the golden age of radio. We have an excellent example of her in something called Love is News from 1943. The fun part of this, her co-star is Jack Benny. Here's our tribute to actress Ann Sheridan. Love is News from 1943 on the Riley and Kimmy Show.
1: Clayton had two pet peeves, his managing editor Marty Canavan and the nobility conscious heiress Tony Gateson. As our story begins, Steve has just been fired from his job on the Daily Express and has gone to a nearby restaurant where he is playing the pinball machine and concentrating on hating Marty Canavan. Well, Stevie, my boy, I thought I'd find you here. Stevie, I've changed my mind about firing you.
3: Canavan, you're ruining my pinball game.
1: Now, Stevie, is that any way to talk? After all, I gave you your first job. I watched you develop into the best young reporter in this town. And believe me, Stevie, I'm proud of you. You are? Well, we've had some great times together, haven't we? (laughs) Remember the time I dressed you up as a chambermaid and you stole the papers out of Senator Randolph's room?
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the old potbelly walked in on me and... Try to get me to go dancing with him
6: Yeah Uh, And he couldn't
1: even rumble, you remember? (laughs) uh, And the time I sent you out to trail old Judge Pinkham? (laughs)
6: Yeah
1: (laughs) I found him in a
3: taxi with a blonde Yeah (laughs) (laughs) She turned out to be your wife Yeah
1: (laughs) Yeah Yeah (laughs) My third wife What was her name again? Shapiro Maureen Shapiro. Oh, Stevie, I knew that once we got together, you'd, we'd see how silly we were to quarrel. Why, Stevie, we're like Damon and Pythias. Ro- Romeo and Julian. Anthony and Kirkpatra.
3: Yeah, Bromo and Seltzer. <laughs> uh, now,
1: look. You'll come back in the paper, won't you, Steve? I, of course
3: I will, Marty.
1: I knew you would, Stevie.
6: You
3: should live so long at Mayo Brothers.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, now, wait, Steve. I need you.
3: Yeah, I figured that out. I wouldn't work for you, Canavan, if you Steve, were
1: the... Tony Gateson arrived in town today. Tony Gateson? The tin can heiress? I thought that'd bring out the fire horse in you. Stevie, she's in the plane right now, about 15 minutes out. Have the other papers got it? Nope. I got a hot flash from the Cleveland airport. Steve, you've got to find out whether she's ditched the count she was engaged to.
3: Yeah. If I play my cards right, I can scoop every sheet in town.
1: You can beat the other reporters at the airport easily. From then on, you're on your own.
3: Oh, boy, the tin can heiress and the count. What a story. Canavan, you just hired yourself a reporter. Good boy. Get going. Just a second. I think this pinball machine is going to pay off. (laughs) Oh, well, you can't win all the time. Ah, yes, right on time, right on time. Excellent work, pilot. Have a nice trip. Yes, sir. No trouble at all. Fine. Are you Miss Gateson, young lady?
9: No. I'm Tony Gateson.
3: Well, Miss Gateson, say, did anyone ever tell you that you look like Ann Sheridan? No, two or three of the Warner Brothers. Hmm. And I thought it was my idea. That's besides the point, though. I came here to warn you that there's a bunch of reporters waiting outside for you.
9: Oh, dear, and I thought I might lose them this time.
3: You can. That's why I'm here. The airline asked me to see that you weren't inconvenienced.
9: Well, I really can't thank you enough, Mr., uh, Mr., uh... Uh,
3: Hammerschlager.
9: Hammerschlager?
3: Yes, my father was Spanish.
9: Oh.
6: <laughs>
9: hmm.
3: Now, I know how you feel about these smart-aleck reporters, Miss Gateson. They're always annoying our passengers.
9: Your company is very thoughtful. Will you have a uh, cigarette, Mr. Hammerschlager?
3: Thank you, thank you. A light? No, no, no. no. I'm going to put the cigarette in my hope chest as a souvenir of a real live countess.
9: If that's what you're saving it for, have a light.
3: Oh, I see. You mean the no-count count count took the count, (laughs) Uh huh? (laughs) Yes. Well, that's news. No wonder you're so anxious to escape reporters.
9: All I ask is a few days to get as much distance as possible between me and His Highness. After that, they can print what they please.
3: But they'll say you're going looking for another count.
9: No, thanks, mister. Never again. When those phony counts look at me, all they can see is money.
3: What? When they look at you, all they can see is money? That's all. Hmm. Four F. <laughs>
6: Anyway, the next
9: man who slips a ring on this finger will have to be a good American title like plumber or bricklayer, motorman, or anything but a reporter.
3: You don't like reporters, eh?
9: Why should I? Listen to this clipping. Tony Gateson buys a self-account. Ten Can County says American men are bores. An exclusive interview by Steve Layton.
3: Steve Layton, eh?
9: Yes, Steve Layton, gentleman of the press. He must have the mind of a moron.
3: Oh, I wouldn't say that.
9: He probably wears a toupee.
3: Well, only on cold nights.
9: You say, how do you know so much about Steve Layton?
3: Well, I don't really. I just see him around the YWCA a lot, you know. It's...
9: Oh, is that so? I'm beginning to wonder about you, Mr.... Ruffer.
3: Wonder about me? Uh-oh, look out there on the field.
9: Who are all those men? Oh, they must be reporters.
3: Yeah, the same thing had occurred to me. Well, you won't need me anymore, Miss Gatesham. I have a phone call to make. So long. Hey,
4: there's you. Coming through, let me out, please.
3: Gangway there. Hey,
4: stop Steve, somebody. Stop him. Oh, it's too late now. Well, what did Mr. Hammerschlager do? Mr. Hammerschlager? Lady, you were talking with Steve Layton. Oh, yeah. Steve Layton? Well, he said he was sent
9: by the airline to so- Ah, yeah,
3: that's Steve, all right. Now, how about a statement for the rest of the press, Miss Gateson?
9: Why, yes. Yes, I'll make a oh, statement. God, oh, oh no, quiet. Oh, quiet, please, on. boys. Hmm? Ready? Take this down, please. Miss Antoinette Gateson. Tony to you boys, takes pleasure in announcing her engagement to Mr. Stephen Layton of the New York Express. What? Yes. And as a little engagement gift, I'm settling a million dollars on steve (laughs)
1: Steve, you're a murder. Solid murder.
3: What a story. Oh, it's nothing any white-blooded American boy couldn't do.
1: Wait till Tony Gateson finds out you're a reporter. (laughs) (laughs) Will she burn? Here
3: you
2: are, boss. Today's Chronicle Globe and
6: Dispatch.
1: Oh, thanks, boy. Now, let's see what the Globe thinks is news, Steve. Tony Gateson to...
3: Marty, what is it? (laughs) Let me see that paper. Give me that paper, Marty. Tony Gateson. Tony Gateson to marry a reporter. Steve Layton gets tin can heiress and a million dollars. Steve Layton. Hey, she can't do this. It's a plot. Give me the other papers, quick. Reporter Lance heiress, gets one million. I am. Marty, I've been framed.
1: I'm not <laughs>
3: Marty, Marty,
1: say something to me. Steve, this is a funny business, isn't it? The biggest news break in months happens to someone on my own staff, and every paper in town scoops me.
3: I know, Marty, but gee, I couldn't do
1: it. But anything. that's the way it goes, I guess. Yeah.
3: I'm sorry, Marty.
1: Sure I'm sorry too, old kid Now get out of here, you're fired
3: Marty, wait, this is a fake I'll make her eat this story
1: You're finished You'll never make another dime in this town on the newspaper Get out
3: Marty Well, you feel that way Uh, Mr. Layton Yeah I just read the news, congratulations Thanks, pal. I represent the Wilson Marine and Launch Corporation. Would you be interested in buying a yacht? No, I wouldn't be interested in buying a yacht. Well, uh,
1: uh, how about a nice pair
3: of water wings? Well, maybe I could use a pair of water wings. I'm thinking of drowning myself. The hard way. Uh, Mr. Layton, I'm from Henderson Motors. Uh, we happen to have a very fine Packard in stock, and I would thought... Go that... away, will you? It's right downstairs at the curb, Mr. Layton. Just drive it yourself and see what a bargain it is. I have the keys with me. I can drive it myself? Oh, you bet. And give me the keys. I, I think I'll take a little trip out to the Gateson estate.
6: To see your sweetie?
3: Yeah. Well, give her a kiss for me. Oh, I will. Just before I saw her in half. <laughs> oh,
6: officer.
3: Yes. Can you tell me how to get to the Gateson estate? Yeah. Just as soon as I finish with the dam in this car. Okay.
9: Why, it's you, steve
3: Tony Gateson. So the law finally caught up with you, huh?
9: Hello, steve Have you seen the papers? Yeah. Uh, what else is new?
3: Okay, okay, wise guy.
9: Uh, your paper got looped, didn't it?
3: That's scoop.
6: <laughs>
3: <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Break it up, break it up. I ain't got all day. What'd do, officer?
1: Eighty-five miles an hour on a county highway, failure to stop at a red light, passing four cars
3: on the wrong side of the road, failure to stop for an officer of the law, and reckless driving. Is that all? I also smuggle a little dope. Well, well, won't this make a tasty tidbit for the late edition? Really, Miss Gateson, I simply must leap into my little packet and scurry off the telephone. I really must. Goodbye.
9: Where did you get a packet?
3: Oh, there are ways for a smart young man to get a packard. Ta-ta, my sweet.
9: Officer? Ask to see this man's registration That looks like a stolen car to me
3: What? Hey, is that your car, bud? Well, no All right, where did you get it? To? Well, I, I borrowed it
9: That's what he says If you ask me, this character looks very much like Gearshift uh, Hammerslager The well-known car thief
3: Why, well, that's ridiculous, officer <laughs> I couldn't steal a car if I wanted to Huh? Why not? I've only got an A card well, now you've got an S-card.
1: A summons. Steve and Tony are in the small-town courtroom waiting for the judge to decide their cases.
4: All right, court is now in session. Well, young woman, <clears throat> reckon i better collect a fine from you. How much money have you got, huh?
9: But, Judge, can't you wait until my lawyer gets here?
4: No, no, I let you call him, but I ain't waiting. I run an honest court, and I don't like lawyers around
3: Honest, hmm We make two ten-cent phone calls and you charge the dollar Not that I mind the money The 80
4: but... cents was for tax
3: What kind of tax is that?
4: Well, I ain't got a name for it yet, but it'll come to me <laughs> You're wasting your time, Judge You belong in Washington All right, all right Let's get along with the finin' I got a date this afternoon, I'm going catfishing Catfishing?
3: <laughs> Do people actually try to catch those silly things? You're feeling pretty chipper there, ain't you, bub? Why not? Henderson Motors told you I had permission to drive that Packard. I'm in the clear
4: I reckon that's right Young woman, how big a fine can you afford? Just let yourself go, Judge. I'll write a check (laughs) Not in this court you won't, huh? One speeder we caught gave me a check on a bank and it turned out he never had no account there Who was that scoundrel? Signed himself Julius Caesar. Uh, got $25, young woman? $25? Yes.
3: Judge, that's an insult. Miss Gateson is one of America's richest heiresses.
4: Oh, she is, huh? Make it
9: $50. Sweet of you to help me, Stevie.
3: Well, you wouldn't expect me to desert my fiancé. You can't shove this girl around, Your Honor. Her father's a big man. Oh. Controls a dozen banks, half a dozen railroad companies has a half interest in an iron claw machine.
4: An iron claw machine, huh? Make it a hundred dollars.
3: If he hears about this, he could make plenty of trouble for you.
4: He's so influential, even his butcher speaks to him. Oh. (laughs) Well, now you got me scared. Young woman, I ain't gonna find you a single lead cent. That's red cent. Ain't you seen them new pennies, sonny?
6: (laughs)
9: Well, it's certainly sweet of you not to find me, Judge. Yes, isn't it?
4: Instead, I'm going to throw you in jail for 30 days. Well, well, how do you like that, Miss Gates? Hey, Homer. Yep, Judge. Put this young woman in cell 13. Oh, you love that. It's the cell with a view. Really? A view of what? Cell 14. (laughs) But, Judge, we're reserving cell 13 for 88 keys. Well, don't worry about him. No, he's still giving the farmer's daughter music lessons. Well, okay, Jed. And look, put this young fella in the cell next to her. Hey, wait a minute. I haven't done anything. What are you putting me in jail for? For laughing at catfish.
6: Now get going. Go on.
3: Are you there, Stevie? Yeah, I'm afraid so. Oh,
9: this is such a charming old jail. It reminds me of an 18th century uh, castle. Especially the plumbing.
3: Well, there's one consolation. What's that? They love me in St. Joe.
9: Oh, steve
3: What, tony Kins?
9: You know, the biggest reason I like it here is because I'm with the man I love.
3: You and me, kid. You and me.
9: Can't you just see the headlines in the papers? Steve Akins goes to jail to be near his tonikins.
3: Well, at least you can't do that to me, not when you're safe in a cell.
9: Aren't you forgetting that the judge let me out for a little while?
3: But you said. I mean, you told the judge.
9: I know, darling, and I did powder my nose. But I also phoned the newspapers.
3: Why? You...
9: All but the express. Your paper's been drooped again, dear.
3: That's scooped.
9: Oh.
3: All the lowdown. I'll get you for this, you Morgenthau bait. I'll tear this cell apart. I'll chew my way through the wall brick by brick. Hey,
4: hey, hey, what's all the fuss? What's going on here?
3: Judge, did you ever meet a murderer? No, can't say as I did. Well, put me in that cell with her, then come back in ten minutes and shake hands.
4: Young fella, this is a respectable jailhouse. Uh, suppose I did put you in there with her. How do I know you'd murder her? Judge, you think of everything. And I'll be dogged if I ain't glad one of you's getting out of here. Who's getting out? She is. Lawyer just showed up with one of them habeas corpses. All right, now get along now. (laughs) Swell. Now I'm beginning to like it here.
9: Judge, how much is the fine for laughing at catfish?
4: Fifty dollars. I'm mighty fond of them critters.
9: All right. All right, I'll pay it. Let him out, too.
3: Oh, no, you don't. I stand on my constitutional rights. I'm staying right here.
4: Uh, 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 Out you go, young fella.
3: Okay, okay.
9: When will I see you again, steve
3: That's easy. You'll see me again when a gentleman with horns and a tail knocks on your door and says, Miss Gateson, it's frozen over. (laughs) Come in.
9: Hello, Steve. I couldn't wait for it to freeze over.
3: Look, this is my room, and that ermine wrap you're wearing doesn't match the wallpaper. Things like that upset me.
9: Well, shall I remove the wrap or will you remove the wallpaper?
3: Neither. If you're doing relief work, the slums are too blocky. Have good night.
9: <laughs> You'll have to throw me out.
3: Then sit down. I never wrestle with strangers.
9: <laughs> what are you doing, dear? Sewing on a button?
3: No, making a crazy quilt. <laughs> <laughs> Here,
9: darling, let me sew that. You? Well, why not? I'm really good at it.
3: This I've got to see. Here's the button. Here's the needle. And here's what every young girl should know about sewing.
9: I won't need it.
3: Well, you certainly look domestic. By the way, aren't, aren't we still engaged?
9: After fashion.
3: Well, in that case, come here.
9: What are you going to do?
3: Well, something that's done in the best engaged circles, known as a kiss. Not too late to back out. Are we still engaged? Yes. Well?
6: Well!
9: Oh, Steve, I'm afraid that this, well, our engagement can't go on.
3: I, I, I see what you mean.
9: I just want you to know I came here tonight to apologize for putting you in the freak tent. I'm truly sorry.
3: Well, Tony, I'm I'm sorry I was so nasty. You weren't nasty, Steve. Yes, I was. I was a perfect stinker. No, you weren't. Oh, yes, I was. Well, don't quit now. <laughs>
9: I feel terrible. You lost your job because I let your paper get pooped.
3: Don't no worry, I'll find something.
9: Oh, well, I suppose I'd better be going.
3: Yes, I think you better.
9: Here, I finished sewing your button. Good job?
3: Great. Couldn't have done better myself.
9: I'm glad you like it. Now, put them back on before you catch cold.
3: Put what back on?
9: Your trousers.
6: Good night, Steve.
3: Yike! I forgot what I was sewing the button on. <laughs> Just cast your eyes on this button, Canavan. You ever see any better sewing? Now listen, Steve. Look, the thread goes right Steve, through the. Will hole. you
1: forget the button and listen? I've got a surprise for you.
3: And she never stuck herself once. What do you think of that?
1: I think you're nuts. Oh. But you're a lucky boy, Steve. You've got a swell girl and a swell job.
3: You're darn right, I got a swell girl. You're darn right, I got a. Huh? What job?
1: You're rehired and promoted to city editor. Finley quit, and you're taking over. Is this on the level? Oh, my word of honor. Nuts to that. Is this on the level? (laughs) Yes, my boy, I'm giving you a job. Take a look at the door of Findlay's office. Go ahead, read it.
3: Stephen Layton, city editor. Well, I'll be... This isn't like you, Canavan. Your mother's the only person you ever gave anything to. And that was a hot foot.
1: I know you've got the stuff, Steve. That Gateson thing was just a bum break.
3: You certainly made it tough for me, Marty. Tough? Yeah, now I gotta convince myself that you're not a heel. <laughs> Always kidding, Steve.
1: Well, go on and go on in. Get acquainted with the furniture.
3: Okay, but I don't believe it. He's not a heel. He's not a heel. He's not a heel. How do you
1: like that guy? Me give my mother a hot foot. <laughs> At that, I'll bet she'd jump about three feet. <laughs> He's
3: not a heel. He's not a heel. He's not a heel. He's not a heel.
9: Congratulations, Mr. Layton.
3: Oh, hello. How'd you get in here?
9: It's neat, Dan. I wanted to be the first to wish you luck on the new job. Like the flowers on your desk?
3: Sure. Wait a minute. What's wrong? There's a peculiar smell in the air. How'd you find out about this job so fast?
9: Well, I'd I... I have... knew
3: it. You cooked it up yourself.
9: Well, why not? After all, it's my fault you were fired. My father happened to own stock in the paper, and I told him how clever you were, and he said that... That's
3: enough. The deal's off, Tony.
9: Oh, but, Steve... Skip
3: it. Nobody can buy me a job.
9: Now, please, Steve. I was only trying to uh, straighten things out again. Did I do it wrong?
3: In a big way. Just because your old man is a millionaire, you think you can buy anything in the world. Well, I'm not for sale. My career isn't for sale. From now on, you forget you ever met me. Goodbye and good luck with your next train seal. Steve... Here, our engagement's over. Take back your old button. I'll drink up, Johnson. Sort of crowding it, aren't you, kid? Just a sentimental gesture, celebrating the story of my life with 25 drinks. Okay, two more beers, Mike. Okay. Yes, sir. For 25 years, I was a clown. For two minutes, I was a city editor. I'm back to normal. Fascinating, isn't it? Oh, see Well, well, little Miss Muppet Pull up a tuppet and sit down They told me I'd find you here
4: Hey, aren't you Tony Gateson?
3: Yes, Uh, Steve,
9: all I ask is that you listen for... Hey, fellas,
4: look who's here Tony Gateson, the answer to Morgenthau's
9: prayer
6: I'm sorry, boys,
9: I'm sorry I didn't come here to give an interview I came here to get one With Mr. Layton and I may need your help.
3: This place is getting too ritzy. I think I'll try the free lunch at the Stork club.
9: Hold him, boys. Hey, what is this? What is this? Mr. Layton, I'd like to ask you a few questions. Now let go
3: of me, your mother, you mother.
9: Don't you think Tony Gates is a human being? Why don't you treat her like one? When are you going to start acting like one yourself? Hanging
3: up on me, eh? A fine bunch of friends.
9: When are you going to forget her money? Is it her fault she's rich?
3: Maybe not, but...
9: When did you first realize you loved her?
3: When the judge put us... His... Never mind.
9: Do you remember the time you kissed her?
3: Take it easy now. We're, we're surrounded.
9: When are you going to kiss her
3: again? Now, Tony, please.
9: When are you going to kiss her again?
3: Right now. <laughs>
1: Thank you, Anne Sheridan, Jack Benny, and James Gleason for your appearances tonight with the Lady Esther Screen Guild Players.
5: It's the Riley and Kimmy Show, the Nerd Variety Talk Show with daily pop culture episodes. The Riley
1: and Kimmy Show.
5: Find archive podcasts of the Riley and Kimmy Show at Riley and Kimmy.